Francesca. Hello! We want to take a quick minute up top to let you guys know we've just started a Patreon for Moms Art 2. So if you want to help and support the show, just tap on the link in the episode description or go to patreon.com slash momsart2. And once you're signed up, you'll get access to commercial-free video episodes, monthly live streams, live chats, and even the occasional peek behind the curtain. All right, on to the show. (laughs) (laughs) We are just two moms in search of inspiration while creating questionable comedy. Moms are too. (laughs) Silly. I don't like her recording in progress voice. It makes me nervous. You know what? I don't like it either. It's like recording in progress. You better get your fucking act together. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) See, this is why we have to have meetings every day or else I agree I'm not myself I, I recluse into a permit hole of you know roboting through life and uh, I'm not good alone I know I don't do well alone I know me neither I feel like I need that time to rebalance with family and stuff like that but I also I don't feel like myself unless I have our out like us our outlet and I was thinking I was telling I was talking to Charlie about that because I I knew you were kind of going through stuff because you were so busy in family and I was I kept sending Brooke um text messages with ideas and things and she was like I don't care whatever yeah I don't know uh, or she wouldn't respond and I was like boy she's really going and I felt bad but I had to share and I was like well she'll just ignore me if she you know that's fine I just need to get it out there before I forget well and that's what I think some of it is too and the problem too is like I look at it and I'm like Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's great. And then it's blah, 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 blah. And then I'm like, oh, and I set my phone down. And then I, because it's just so much going on. It doesn't matter. I couldn't. So then I'm like, well, she's. I'm just putting it out there in the world. I don't even need to respond to it. Yeah. Um, It's also like, so we can call back to it if, because if I just put it in my notes and we're talking and we're going, I won't remember to look at my notes or whatever. Um, But I was feeling like. I was worried about you because I knew what you were going through and stuff. But I was like, well, what if Brooke comes back and she's like, I need a break. I can't do this. I need like a month off. I told Charlie, I was like, well, I can't sit still. So I'm going to have to just keep going. And I'll just tell Brooke in Jan- in February we're, what we're doing. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, because I am action oriented. If I start something, right? If I plan stuff, things like I can't read a book unless I'm taking notes on it. I can't like I can listen to a book because I'm, you know, it's getting into my osmosis, whatever. But like if I can't research how to use Premiere, I can't do that. I don't learn that way. You know, no, you and that one you have to practical application. Yeah, I I just don't want you to be hard on yourself feeling frustrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's not hard to cut in Premiere, but the sharing, the downloading, the converting is hard on my computer. And iMovie's not because I can just delete shit or whatever, and it holds it in like the space. Anyway, I don't know anything. Uh, so we had Christmas. We had New Year. To see if I had burgers in my teeth. You don't have burgers in your teeth. Boogers. Burgers. You do have <laughs> boogers in your teeth. You don't yeah. have burger in your teeth. Yeah, that's, um, that's right. 
there's a couple things that I did. One is I rearranged my phone. And so now I can't find anything. I decided over this last week that I was going to clean my phone and, you know, rearrange things. And now I don't know where things are. Um, I did write something down. So we had, how, how was your Christmas and your New Year's? Very, very busy. Yeah. Insanely busy. I'm actually, uh, it was enjoyable. It was wonderful. Uh, it was everything anyone could dream of. No, I'm just kidding. It was great. But I'm ready to sweep it up, which is happening right now. I put away my Christmas decorations this morning, the rest of them. Yeah. My cleaning ladies are here. They're whooping it together. And all that will remain is some lingering Happy New Year. Mm. 2023 balloons, you know. Yeah. Through mid-January. Yeah. How was yours? Good. It was super chill because we went to Cleveland the week uh, of the 14th mm-hmm. and we bookended it with Vegas. So when we got back and, and yeah, I saw Jennifer Melissa and Amy. That's right. Hey, it was awesome. And Diane, it was really awesome. We just feel at home with them. Like yeah. I'm at home with my sister. I'm at home with other family members. I have a lot of stuff to talk to you about off camera. <laughs> oh, hey. But as soon as they came over on that Sunday, I would just felt like this way. Like they're just air. They're just fresh air. All of them have this amazing magic about them. Their their personalities, the the energy they bring into the room. It's light. It's lovely. I'm not saying that they don't have any problems and stuff, but like it just is. They're just so open and love. They're like love. They walk in and they're like love. And maybe that's just me. I feel it because I think I always wanted to be part of that family. Do you know what I mean? So they, yeah. they just feel like open arms to me. Um, so that was good. But we bookended it with Vegas, which was great because we got back. And the first day I was like really tightly wound. It took me a whole day. And then on that, that uh, the next day, we had the whole day and night in Vegas to walk around and it's hilarious seeing the kids walk around and see all the lights and the things. And and uh, and then Charlie and I got a babysitter from the hotel. And then we went to dinner. Um, uh, Tom Keller um, Bouchon, which is just fucking amazing. And then we played some tables. And that was it. And it was nice. And then we drove did back the win? next day. Charlie did. Charlie won like $700 the first day. I know. Thanks, I, don't, I don't win at stuff. That's not my... I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't put that out in the universe. But I don't. I don't. My grandpa O'Sullivan used to win fucking all the time. Everything he entered, even like the church things. He just would win trips, win cruises, win baskets, win things. That isn't well, my jam. Probably I have to work for my that shit. He's a winner. He probably told himself he's a winner. Is that what I need to do? <laughs> Can you just do it for me? I'm a winner. I'm a winner. Chicken dinner. Except at competitions. Okay. Well, it's like when I did game shows. I don't. I think I've told you this story, but a friend of mine, the game show that was in pre-production, they were doing their first taping of the pilot. And he's like, would you please come on and do uh, and be a contestant? And I was like, yeah, great. So it was three, three of us were contestants. Anyway, I think it was called 50-50. Basically, you had a 50-50 chance of answering the question correct. Okay, there was something that went up. You tapped in or they called on you or whatever. And, you know, there's a lot of things that I've done in my career that I have zero recollection of. Like, all of a sudden, it'll occur to me to be like, I know that building or I know that person. Mm-hmm. It's like, holy shit, I was in a commercial with them for like, you know, yeah. a pizza company or whatever. Anyway, so I'm up there. I hit my thing or I get called on or whatever. Wrong. I had a 50-50 chance, Brooke. Got it wrong. How many questions did I answer? Seven. How many did I get right? Zero. 
on my 50-50 chances because I get so nervous that I get overcome with fear of being good at the game show that I can't, my brain goes blank. And they didn't go forward with the pilot? It did not. It did not go forward through the uh, studios because one girl on there fucking sucked at it so bad. So actually he was like, while he was hosting, he was the host of the game show. And he looked at me like, what the fuck? I was like, what's going on? I'm so sorry. Like, I couldn't even have fun because I was like, what? Everyone is wrong. And it was just like, all right, let's just scrap this. NBC, we're not doing this one. This girl fucking. Anyway, but I did the same thing when I was on Let's Make a Deal where I went up. I got called up for I knew they were going to fucking do it, too. They call me up for the big game, like at the end or whatever. I knew it. He was looking at me and I like throughout the thing. I knew he because I had worked for him before or whatever. And uh, he was kept looking at me and I was like, he either remembers me or he knows he's calling on me for the big fucking deal. And so I got called up there for the big deal and I just fucking ate it. I mean, I won twenty five hundred dollars, but I ate it. I got so nervous. I couldn't see. I get game show blindness. That That's what it is. It is a thing. It's well, it, I just made it up. But it's mm-hmm. literally what happens to me. I get game show blindness. I had the cameras on me for Let's Make a Deal and the game was in front of me and I couldn't see it. Like I couldn't, right now I can picture it in my mind how I just couldn't see the game. Isn't that it's weird? Fucking, it is weird. But your brain is trying to process so many things. Yeah. That it couldn't just be and like, well, you know, that's kind of how what happened to me when we went into that audition. <laughs> As friends who go to a store. And I couldn't read. I couldn't follow the prompter. Like I couldn't read it because I was too worried about the fact, first of all, that I just got my roots done and you called me in and I had like <laughs> the line here and I'm like, no, well, that's all they're looking at. They're like, that girl's yeah, weird. Yeah. She like paints her hair. Um, And then she just paints her forehead. She doesn't even paint her hair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just do the just right oh, she here. She does that by that. herself, it seems. Mm-hmm. It's that spray. I'm bold right there. So I just spray. Uh, but I had all these things I was thinking subconsciously that I couldn't just go in and be like, I auditioned. I know. With the prompter and it was nothing. But, I've right. never had that happen to me. And for some reason, I'm like, I could not follow the yeah. words. Yeah. That was from just, Burlington Coat Factory. Yeah. And didn't didn't you want to go and check it out? And then you had me go they to the Ross factory to. and you then yeah. you went to Ross or I don't remember something. Like. Yeah. They told us to before the audition. Um, they called and said, hey, listen, please go. So that you guys have a bunch of stuff to talk about. And I was like, OK, which is funny because, yeah, I wonder why we didn't book that. I'm not I don't being know. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't being serious. I wasn't trying to look. If nobody is, if you're not, if you're only listening, you're not on Patreon, you didn't see my face, but my face was serious. It wasn't like, boy, I wonder why. Would I, <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you why. Yeah. It was me. So they've asked me to go back on. Let's make a deal. Um, I'm going to ask them. They called me twice. Oh, once over Christmas and once when we were shooting. So I have to call them back. I'll just do it. If you want to do they're one like- with me. They're like, let's make a deal. I'm on the show. Yeah. We'll make a deal. Um, But I did talk to Jen from Listening Me and Diane, and they said if we come out, if they come out in August, if they're open, because last time they were open to when my family was here, they're like, well, when do you want to be on the show? And I said, well, my family's here, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, come in on that Friday. So if they're open to that again, I might do that where they like kind of like going on the prices, right? Mm -hmm. They can come with me. Um, 
And honestly, one of them might get called up, even though I'm the one that got called because they all have like you, they have really, you can come too, all big attitudes, like fun and outgoing. So I might not even get called up, which is fine by me because I'll just go blind. I can still smell Wayne Brady though. Oh, daily. Oh. Um, yeah, he wears a lot of cologne because a he doesn't want people like you don't you don't like like hug him or kiss him. Or, I mean, I hugged him, but whatever. If I hugged him, I'll have to watch it back. Anyway, but uh, I think just because like what if his breath smells or what if like he doesn't want to be self conscious about that. You know what I mean? He's like in people's faces, so you put right. your your cologne on so it masks anything else, just in case you know that you're not you like have a, a shield. He has a cologne bubble. A cologne bubble, yeah. Um, I wrote something down again. And I don't know what it means. Do you want to hear it? Always. This is at the top of my list. Like it's I make very a important. Yeah. I speak British accent when I'm drunk. You were drunk. Yeah, maybe. Did you write that when you were drunk? I don't know. And you were I'm speaking trying to make accent? up for my family smelling of vodka. You were drunk. <laughs> Why did I write that? What the fuck does that mean? I do speak in a British accent sometimes when I'm drunk. But not like that. Not like I feel like I don't know. I'm going to try to figure out what that would mean. To cover up for your uh, Irish drinking vodka. Maybe I'm trying to make up for my family smelling of vodka. My family doesn't drink vodka. (laughs) All right. So I'm glad we we figured that out. Yeah, that's the show. That's the show. (laughs) Uh, So I told you I fixed my phone like I was cleaning it up and stuff, getting ready for the new year. And now and and I changed my font on my phone because I wanted it to be exciting and like fun to look at. And now I fucking hate it. But I'm not going to get rid of it. And you can't read the font properly to know where to find out where your settings are to change it again. I cannot. And I also have guilt about I changed it. I chose this. You you have to live with it for a little while. (laughs) Like you've made this decision. (laughs) This is on you. At least you're not a quitter. I'm not a quitter, even if I'm incredibly uncomfortable looking at this weird, squiggly, crazy ass cartoon stuff. See, but that's but I'll, Samsung for you, because I don't I can't really I guess there's packs like I can download. For an iPhone, but like you don't your font there's not a font change. Oh. Like the, it's fun, though. Like I, I look at it and every time I even comment on somebody's thing on like Instagram or Facebook or whatever, it sounds like I'm really fun. Now, I'm the only one seeing my font, though. You better quit. So if they have a sad font, it might read completely different. You are hilarious. (laughs) So everything I comment looks even more fun in my brain. Because I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to love that. Oh, but it's in their like block letter. And it reads as sad. (laughs) Very Eeyore-esque. Yeah. All right. I hope you had a good new year. I hope you had a good new year. See? Yeah. There's a that's big how, difference. That's how life is, though. That's our brains. That leads us to like what our training, what our life is like, is our then perception of what comes in. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's always distorted by a text or an email. The yeah. intention. Yeah, but intentions like somebody, any intention that comes in is is through my perspective, not their intention necessarily. Which is it's hard to do to like go blah blah blah. blah. It is. There was uh, I was listening to NPR, I think, and they had a journalist on who was talking. He was older. I think even a little older than us. He might have been in his 50s. He was talking about a lot older than us. Way older. Yeah. Yeah. Like grandpa. (laughs) Uh, He was talking about. Yeah. Well, I think he was 
quoting himself as such uh, and comparing it to Gen Z and uh, millennials and how they grew up with text, like communicating through text. And so even in the workplace now that they're in their late 20s and early 30s and how they communicate on Slack or an email and how they perceive things that we write. Like, and I I had to laugh um, because I would have not even paid attention to this until I heard this. But yeah, yeah. One of them was if you put a period at the end of like just a text, like proper grammar and you put a period at the end to them, that's that's aggressive that that means like get it done period.com like done right what? so even when like in slack if you're yeah there's like all this period etiquette. yeah um and so <laughs> in, yeah, i think you wrote i said are you are we online this morning or are you coming here and you're like online period <laughs> i was like she's mad at me why is she so <laughs> mad at me <laughs> Oh my God. Maybe I was though. I mean, I wasn't mad at you, but maybe. No, I- but I mean, it's just funny how I would have not yeah. even have thought that. No. Because I heard. I just have had, I happened to double space probably. No, it, it was just online, period. If I was thinking like online, dot, dot, and I was like, oh no, that's fine. I'll just send that instead of like online because. Da, 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 da. Right. So it may have put the period on there because I just hit space, space. But it's just interesting. And even with emojis, that's crazy. Like emojis are not they're not used literally they all represent something oh shit oh shit so like the nails you know like when somebody yeah 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 puts that that just means you're like you're kind of bougie or oh you're you're a little extra huh right like so even like the real emojis like a smiley or the crying one yeah yeah. which crying which which one the one with the big tears or the one the one with like a waterfall yeah 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 yeah. that's hilarious i'm laughing so hard i'm crying that's not crying there's so many and it was honestly there was a a list of things and i'm like well shit like there's a new language we have to learn i know i hope we're like rob is in his early 30s our producer i hope we're not you must be reading all of our fucking texts wrong and Slacks. Yeah, or horrible. Isn't that funny? really? It's just us. Just like here, here's the deal. And yeah, we're straightforward Gen X, yeah. though. We're like straightforward. Shoot it out yeah. there. Da, 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 da. Don't worry about it. You don't worry about the opinion of it. This is it. We're good. Right. If I was mad, I'd tell you because that's kind of right. how. Like, there's no. We don't hide shit. If I'm mad, I'll just be like, Hey, listen, I'm feeling a little bit pissed about it. What are we gonna right. do? Well, and we're here is all caps. Now you know I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was thinking about the one with the hand clap. Oh, yeah. I thought that was praying. The ones where your hands are like put together praying. And apparently that's high five. So every time someone dies and you you send them your condolences, you're also high fiving them. Oh, it's not funny. I can't keep track. We need like there needs to be an emoji book grid. Yeah. Like tells you translates them into millennial uh, Millennials are older now, though. We're not even, we're talking Gen Z. Wait. Millennials are old now. Millennials are like in their late 30s, 30s. Gen Zs are in their 20s. Oh, what is Gen Z anyway? That? What does that mean? I don't understand. What's wrong with them? Because millennials, we know what's wrong with millennials. We know what's right. wrong with boomers. Mm-hmm. Gen Xers are pretty perfect. Mm-hmm. What's Gen Z? I don't problem? know what's, yeah, I don't know. What are, my, what are our kids? I don't know. And I don't really know if anybody knows. They're growing up in the craziest time. Between complete internet accessibility, everything now, 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 and also pandemic and politics. 
who the fuck knows? I mean, we can try to raise our kids the best we can, but these outside things that none of us have had to deal with ever, even the greatest generation who had to go through the World War II or the the Depression or whatever, that's fucked up. Like we we have we have a lot of things out of our control raising our children that are just influences on them that we just never had. Our biggest influence was what the neighbor kid who had red hair and everybody was afraid of him. And, you know, we pretend we played in our yard and pretended to have fun when he walked by. Yeah. That's an awful thing to do to a child. That was our biggest thing. It's like, oh, oh people. Well, and the fact that me. the information is so quick. Right. So they, they yep. watch these videos and it's that and now it's over and it's the next one. Now yeah. it's that and then it's over. And I feel like you have no attention span. They can't even sit and watch a movie. I know. Because it's just too long, you I know, told, or it takes up too much time. Cece's not allowed to watch YouTube or like if we're if we yeah. say you can have your tablet before bed or whatever, like, OK, it's a treat. You can have your tablet in bed. They are not allowed to watch YouTube because it's she's like, I don't understand what's the difference between watching my watching yeah. YouTube and watching a show. And I'm like, because a show has a storyline. You're following it. There's a beginning, middle and end. YouTube is like fast, 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 fast. This totally is not work. Bah, 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 bah. And then they both have nightmares because their brains are fucking on fire. Yeah, I tell my kids they're not like, especially on school nights, they, oh, no. they're the screens are off. We're not doing anything. You get in your yeah. bed. The only thing you can do for the last 30 minutes before you close your eyes is read a book. It's the yeah. only thing you can either do that or you can look at the ceiling because that's yeah, your my brain has do got that to yet. shut off. They can't do that yet. I still have the littles who get really scared. And so I want, I should have controlled it from the beginning. Yeah. And I didn't because Charlie and I are like, I'm tired. Just, yeah. Fine. Yeah. And then now we're at a point where we really want them to either just be able to go to sleep quietly or and they have to. We don't, it's not that we want them to. They have to learn how to fall yeah. asleep without anything. Self-regulate without yeah. having external well, that's regulations. I, I know we're failing at is the the self-soothing we that's the one thing that res, not resolution wise because well you and i will get to that but the self our, our kids can't self-soothe it's very it's something we really have to work on you will it was yeah. tough your kids were little during the the crazy time well then we've always been together mm. Do you know what I mean? Like there's never been, they've never had to fend for themselves or they never had to like, we were in the house for a year and a half together all the time. Yeah. And so it's like, like when I was going to get a puppy and that woman got really mad at me because she's like, cause Charlie was working from home and I was home and it was before COVID. And I was like, yeah, we're going to get a puppy. She's like, what, what are you going to do? You're going to get a puppy. And then the puppy's going to like, just have Charlie there all day. It's never going to know how to be alone. Like, how are you going to, how are you going to, she was, she was fucking cuckoo. But anyway, but I thought about that. Like, oh yeah, I guess if you get a puppy, they need like those three to five hours of crate time. So they know how to be by themselves in the house. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have to think about that. And then COVID hit and we got a puppy before COVID hit. And so that puppy never had anybody leave the fucking house. And so I mean, you crate trained the puppy anyway. We I did, mean, of course. Yeah, but like that was the thing is like, but then it would have been the other token. If, if Charlie went to work, both of you went to work every day. It's like, well, what are you going to do with the puppy? You're not, nobody's going to be there. You're just going to create it every day. She wanted me to buy one of her puppies, which turned out to be pretty fantastic because I have Danny, our friend, bought one of her puppies and it's incredible. But And then he ended up getting the second uh, litter that she had. What? 
people always misspell it? Well, at Starbucks, it's your chance to be whoever you want to be. Don't give us your real name when you order that triple shot tall blonde roast latte with almond milk extra hot light foam. Today, be John or Pam. Feel who that person might be when you hear that name called out. Maybe Pam has a limp. What if John is meeting his mistress? So next time you come in, remember, we will misspell your name and pronounce it wrong so you stand waiting for your drink because you don't think it's ready. Please, make it easy on us because we have enough to remember with your triple shot tall blonde roast latte with almond milk extra hot light foam. Starbucks, be somebody else today. Tell me about what you're thinking about last year, this year. What are you, what's on your mind? Because we're doing a lot of stuff to prepare for our resolutions. We have stuff on our mind that we know we want to fix, but we're going to be reading, um, what's it called? Atomic Habits. Atomic Habits. And we're going to put a little bit of practical application into it. But so if you guys want to read along, then ne- on next week's episode, you then can... Um, leave us comments and talk to us about how you felt about certain things and what you're going to work on and, you know, have it stacking or whatever it is. So, um, yeah, the book I've, I've, you know, we've already read it, most of it, mm-hmm, work it mm-hmm. but we're going to apply it this week yeah. for, for the next week's episode. And uh, I just, you know, there's so many interesting things about your processes and the habits that you've created and why, and this book goes along through all of that. But um, it's really encouraged me to um, have more self-reflection on my actions, which was great lead in because I did so much shadow work on myself in November, shed a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. You know, that uh, were holding uh, me back, holding us back. Um, and so doing that work and then coming into the holiday season having done the work and then kind of resetting a little bit. Yeah. um, I think has really put me in a position going into this first quarter of the year with um, some great intention, uh, clear goals. Uh, I'm, and, and again, with this, this book though, making, not putting so much pressure on me, finding that sweet spot, even if it's just, creating the lead-in habit, right? Like, I'm just gonna... So I'm thinking, you know, I definitely want to read more. That's a goal. That has nothing to do with us. But uh, starting my day with a book... You'll be smarter for us, which is good. Yeah. But there's there's just a lot of things that I want to read, right? A lot of books. And so if I... Even if I do 10 minutes in the morning and then 10 minutes before bed. So that's kind of a goal of mine. Exercising has to happen. I'm it's out of control. I don't feel good. Even if it's one push up or it's like, yeah, just I, stretching I just, even. start and say like, this is what I'm going to do at this yeah. time during the day. Uh, and then for us, it's, I really think that if I much like we have our, with our producer, we have our production meetings. Yeah. We're accountable to him. Right. So yeah. I, I know that when I'm accountable to other people yeah. that I am diligent and I get it done and, 
So I think um, for us setting our schedule, our work schedule and saying that this is, is what it is no matter what. Yeah. No matter what is going on in our life, that this is what has to happen. Um, then that's going to be really helpful. Yeah. As well. It's just my, you know, I have to get past the fact that my home life is so crazy. Yeah. And I am the one that for all these years has managed it. Yeah. So it's been hard to pull away from being that full-time management manager of the house and the kids and their schedules to finding things for me yeah. that are going to push me forward. So again, I know we talk about it all the time, but that balance is mm -hmm. uh, very, very difficult because I get, you know, like this kid doesn't need to be there. This kid's got an appointment and, and that's the only time I can get him in. And so now it's cutting into yeah. my workflow and, and yeah. You know, and it has to take priority to yeah. a certain extent. Yeah. Right. But I think that because I've made them the priority, if I worked a nine to five job, them having a daytime appointment would not be an option. Right. So I have to switch but my that brain that into way. into guitar lessons, piano lessons, basketball, whatever. If it's in the evening, then they don't get to go to basketball because they have an appointment. You know what I mean? So like... Right. How do other people do it where only the appointments are like the last hour of school? So you take them out early because mm -hmm. then you're not giving yourself that whole daytime thing. Yeah. And when do you squeeze in working out if it if you can't do it first thing in the morning because you have to get the kids ready for school and then it's time to sit down and start working. But then they have all their evening stuff. You know, you only have an hour. And so it has to be work and then you get pulled out of work to go focus on. That's the hard part, I think, too, yeah. is the of the bouncing back and forth. So like Charlie had to go through this and I'm going to I'm going to try to put a stop to this um, now because I want him to feel like he was really struggling with when Gray got home from school. He would do printouts for him so he would color and he's like, no, 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 he's fine in here. And Charlie, be like, I, I didn't get anything done today. I, it's, it's just I, uh, and I know what I know what's going on. He right. doesn't. He doesn't. He's like, but uh, I know that it's great. Can't be in your room. Work time is work time. And if he comes home from school at 1230, you've just ruined your flow. How are you going to get back in it? Because then you don't feel like getting back in it. Like you have to have that time. And maybe just for Charlie, he's never had to do it before. So it was even harder for him is he 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 shouldn't have to do that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I am. It's harder for, it's harder for me to work on my career if I am balancing and the bouncing back and forth and I work in the morning and then I have to go get gray and then I have to come home for an hour and a half and then I have to go get CC. So like that's hard. My workflow does get interrupted. And I think for me, what I'm going to focus on is, well, I'm going to tell you what, the pack walk thing helps me. It is a, it, it like recenters me. And even though it cuts into like what you and I do, it makes me way more peaceful from 12 o'clock on. I am like ready. And so even if I have to have a meeting at 12 and then I have to go get gray and I only have an hour to come home, I'm already so in a good place that that half an hour that I get to work or have a meeting or whatever, I feel really in it. And then I can 
jot off and go get gray and bring him home and get him settled and have lunch. And then I have an hour and a half to have workflow again. Like it, it balances the rest of my being so that I can do the bounce back and forth a little bit better. And then knowing that if Charlie hasn't had the kids all day at five o'clock, if I got to go, I got to go. Yeah. And he's better with that because he feels like he's accomplished much more that day. And so that's kind of what for me balancing has to happen. I don't know. We'll see how the first few weeks go with balancing for you and I. And obviously, if if pack walk gets in the way, I can cut down my days or only do like Monday and Friday and, you know, whatever it is. But it de- it's like yoga for me. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm, I'm thinking. Okay, so then maybe I do yoga. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, you're a pack walk, but yeah. it's just it's just hard. Like, is yeah. then I'm not only if we're working on this kind of stuff, but if we're like, I want to sit down and write. Yeah, more. yeah. I have. But to, that might be your yoga too. That might be your brain work. I gotta, I gotta get in the gym. Yeah, I feel so good when I'm consistent with yoga, and I finish, yeah. and I'm like. Oh my God, it's exactly what my body needed. This is exactly what I needed. Yeah. But then from nine to 11, that those are the only two hours that I'm actually in the pack walk, right? I leave the house at 830. I go pick up the dogs. I take them. So even if you did yoga three days a week from nine to 11, get there, do the hour class, come home, take a shower, whatever. You took those two hours, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, just for you. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't take away from anything. And you might come home at 11 o'clock knowing you had two hours before you had to go get the kids and go, I want to write. Yeah. Yeah, it's just hard. because it, it's, it's hard because it is 15 minutes away. So it's 15 minutes there. So I got to yeah. leave 30 minutes ahead of time so I can get to there, get, get, there, get change, in the room, yeah. get, yeah. And then to finish too, and then to take the shower and because you're, it's yeah. hot yoga, so it's sweaty and... <sighs> I don't know. It just feels like a whole chunk of my day is gone. It is, right? but it's for you. Yeah, I know. But I've, I'm like, it, it's almost like it either has to be first thing in the morning or has to be mm. the last thing I do in the day. Mm-hmm. Right? So then I can just go about the rest of so my day. So what's your first thing in the morning if the boys have to be dropped off, say, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday by 8.30? Well, usually I have to, I, I have to pick up my house. Uh-huh. I yeah, think yeah, because yeah. I work here, even though I'm in a like a separate building behind the house. Yeah. I I have a hard time. Like I'll get dressed, be ready. And then I come in the kitchen and it's an explosion from the day. And there's no possible way. Or you like can usually focus I have to throw on in anything a la- else. Laundry. Yeah. No way. Yeah. I'm the same. And so then I come in here and then I've got, you know, a couple hours to work. But then it's much like we were talking about with Charlie. It's like it's cut. Because I, yeah. I got to go get Kingston. And then we I'm like, honestly, with him, like once I pick Kingston up, it is very difficult for me to continue on doing any more work after that. So I oh, really only because if we're so busy once they I pick kids up from school. I uh-huh. pick Kingston up from school and it's we've got to go do this, that, the other, pick the other boys up. They've got yeah. to, like something That's every day. Your errand after time. School. Once you've left the house and you have that little bit of time, you can bounce, 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 get everybody, get an errand or two done. And then Well, but then they have activities. It's right. like huh. one has this, one has that at a different time. Then I gotta pick the other one up. So I'm not home. Like when I, I live up on the hill, you know, so yeah, like yeah, when yeah. I yeah. go down into town, like I'm in town. Right. I'm not. Right. I've got weekly allergy shots. They've got 
you know, sports, they've got music lessons and it's all at different times. Yeah. Different days. So I'm like, go, go, go. And then I have to come home and cook dinner and then clean up yeah. and get everybody like wound down. And by that time, it's like 730. Right. I'm done. So I think that's why I have a hard time. I have to get my work done during the day at this point, I think is what I'm realizing. Now, Monday nights, I don't have anything. The kids don't have, I may have to pick high up or Matt can get them, but you know, I I can have Monday nights, Thursday nights. My kids don't really have anything. So like I could do that, but it's still a hustle. Right. Like I'm still not even available to hook up with you or to do that kind of stuff until later in the evening. Yeah, but that's okay. You know? Yeah, but I'm just, I yeah. because I'm getting older, I'm just exhausted. I know. So then it's like a whole nother shift. I have to get into a, right. a whole different mind frame. And I have a really hard time shifting between those roles. Yeah. So yeah sometimes yeah, yeah. I my body just shuts down, my brain shuts down, and I just go, oh, like I yeah. can't, I, I gotta, I, I can only really hyper-focus on yeah. one. So that's well, maybe something, that's- yeah. That's maybe what was like us talking about the book and and putting a couple things into practice. Maybe that's what. And I feel like rushing into I'm going to change this. I'm going to make resolutions. I'm going to do this first of the year. I'm going to do this and this and this. First of all, lose weight. Yeah, yeah. How? Why? Where? What time? Like, I feel like that's the kind of stuff that we don't have to rush to make resolutions, but a new beginning can also mean baby steps, right? You, you're yeah. a baby and you're learning and you're learning and you're listening and you're watching and all of these things are allowed to be the focus of your brand new year, your brand new baby year. And then as you get through that first month and you start listening to what you actually do, you start learning when you actually have energy, you start feeling all these things, then you can start your crawl of making the ideas of what you want to do, right? And then you can start putting them to practice. And then that's the the walking. And then, you know what I mean? Like maybe we we don't need to rush. I don't know. Our... I feel like I got to get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Because you know me, I pro- over-process everything. So for me, it's uh... like, no, you need to sit down. You write for five minutes. And yeah. then when the alarm goes off, you're done. Yeah. Get up and do something else. Um. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Like I need to, I need to start prioritizing and, and to your point, not trying to do too much because it's one thing to say, okay, I'm going to every day, I'm going to write from nine to 11. Right. Well, she's a pack walk. I'm going to write for two hours. Right. Instead of saying nine o'clock, I'm going to write for five minutes. Right. And then see what, and then stop. But it's about, and I know we're kind of getting into the book already, but when we're talking about these are the kinds of things that I want to, I want to start implementing. Yeah. You know, I think that after going through a lot of that inner healing I was kind of doing at the end of the year is setting me up for success and the things that are important to me. Uh, We've had tastes of them. Yeah. Of these successes and what it feels like. And I think the acknowledgement of how the outside world infiltrates um, those successes and those satisfactions we get from feeling that success. Yeah. 
I, I'm able to see both and I'm just going to start taking away those outside things by shifting what the day is. But um, I'm a fixed yeah. sign, you know, I'm a fixed sign. And so it's very hard for me sometimes to get out of yeah. my fixed comforts. Yeah. See, I have to work on being okay with the slow and the planning and implementation. Do you know what I mean? Because I am, I just do. And then it's a mistake. And then, or it's aggressive or whatever. Like I I just do it. And and that then makes me feel like I'm always behind. Does that make sense? Because I'm like, if I don't do this right now, then I'm behind. And so I do it. And then I'm either happy with it or not happy with it or it worked or it didn't work. And I'm kind of like, mm, I don't even know what that means anymore. And I think like you want to work on just do it. Just fucking do it. Yeah. And then build that habit. I I want to be okay with the building blocks. Does that make sense? Yeah. Look, yeah. we're opposite. I know. That's why like we work one so stream, well. one extreme or the other. My thing is, is I'm just so if I don't feel like doing it, fucking do it. Yeah. I will make every excuse to not do it. Yeah. Instead of just going, no, no, no. Yeah. You know, I'll just be like, no, no, I'm not, I'm not doing it. If honestly too, my thing is if I can't give uh, the attention that it, that I yeah. feel like it needs, yeah, it's not worth it to me to even like look at it and go, Oh, for just a second. No, right. if I can't give it, like if I can't put effort or energy yeah, into yeah. something, I just go, well, it's just going to have to wait until I can. Yeah. And I can't process all of that. <laughs> yeah. So, at least it's an awareness. I think having the awareness is That's the first right. step, right? That's right. <laughs> the first step to recovery, Brookie. I know I'm jacked. I need help. <laughs> Somebody help me. <laughs> well, that's what we're going to do. We're going to listen. We're going to listen. Read, listen her to the book. Listening works. We already did listen to the book, but we are going to start the implementation and, and put a plan together. And then, ladies and gentlemen, Ted, we are going to talk about how we're implementing them, right? And then we're going to have Liz on and we're going to- Our um, resident witch. Our resident witch. Know, and she's going to go over all of our strategies and let us know how it either fits into the universe or how we have to adjust it. Um, and she'll be there for you guys too. So it isn't just going to be a Melbrook hour. It's going to be what the universe is giving everyone and then how you need to look at it as whatever sign you may be. So yeah, you could take this next couple weeks to read the book, see how that, how you could apply some of your habits that you would like to form, new habits, um, and for the new year, and then listen to the ours and see how we, what we did, and some of the things or what we thought, and then and um, send us your information. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get ready for Liz, and tell us what you you found because you may have already read the book or you try something this week and you go, this didn't work for me, so this maybe it won't, you know, but maybe this will work for you guys. So, yeah, because Adrian Colina was on with us. I yeah. don't remember what episode he was last yeah. this past year, but like he talked. Yeah, he talked about this book. I remember. And yeah, uh, he said it really changed him. It really helped. So I'm excited about. <clears throat> I have the information now. I'm excited about talking later about the implementation of it and like making, I like making lists anyway. <laughs> so do I. It's going to be so exciting. We have to in make fact, some of the things that I already do, they were in the, you know, like, oh my, my God. If you guys trackers. are on Patreon and you're looking at her book, it is so 
freaking beautifully organized. But yet I can't Look get anything that. done. But yet. I know, right? I mean, I get it done. No, actually, you can see I get a lot done. So yeah. maybe for me, it doesn't feel like, but it's just when I'm on it, I'm on it. And yeah. then if I can't function, then I just shut all the way down and I'm yeah. just, I can't, I can't process, yeah. I can't. But that's also an Aquarius thing. Like I'll ghost somebody. Yeah. Aquarius is straight up ghost folks. Like we just have to crawl into a hole. And, and okay. I remember, I remember um, Langdon told me that when we lived in Panama one time because we, I was so involved in the theater and she was oh. like my mommy friend, you know, yeah, yeah like yeah. a whole mommy group. And I had so much, I was so overwhelmed with the theater and like the shows going up and what my personal life. And they kept inviting me to these dinners and I like either wouldn't respond or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a mommy group text. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So yeah. Sometimes, you know, they've known each other for years. I was just kind of in it. Um, but I remember Lyndon was like, uh, yeah, you know, I know you're busy and you got a lot going on, but you know, eventually like they'll just stop asking you to come if you're not responding or. Yeah. So you need to actually like respond to us Engage. and talk to us. It's like, my God, I've never had this kind of pressure before. Right. I think that's the thing though, is we so enjoy the things we immerse ourselves in. Like when we immerse ourselves in family, we're actually in a joyous place. When we are doing a show, it doesn't feel like work. It's like you're so, you love it. And so it's easy to shut everything else out because you're doing what you love. You're not looking for a distraction like a mommy group or a night out because you don't need it. You're, you're, you're completely happy that being fully immersed. And I think that's, yeah, that's interesting. That's why I don't have friends. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I'm fully content just being a hermit in my house. And I have to force myself out into situations and yeah. look at my hair. If you're on Patreon, I mean, I haven't brushed it in two days. It looks pretty. Look at my hair. On camera. Don't get close. There might be things in there. Oh. Like Eddie and birds and things. <laughs> birds. <laughs> you never know. Oh, girl. All right. Well, thank you for hooking back in. It's 2023. Oh, it's time to do it. That was that was a great song. That was all I got. All right, that's enough. We're baby steps. Girl. See, that's it. Baby just steps. a little. Just a little bit, but that's all you need to do. <laughs> that's it. Let me just all circle. Right. Put it in my circle. More. Better put it in the book. <laughs> so we can check it off. Mom's Art 2 is produced by Rob Adler with Brooklyn Frequency. Music by Kai Sample. 